Good evening, and yes, I'm going to break from our regular script. You know, this morning I woke up, as we all did, into horrific news of a bombing in Israel. Shortly after I received a WhatsApp, a painful one, from one of the Chevra, actually, who learns with us on this podcast. He said that he would like to dedicate tonight's episode in memory of that boy that was killed in the terror attack, who happened to also be his cousin. You know, my heart dropped even further. I called him. We spoke. He told me about this family's journey from the former Soviet Union with an upbringing which was so devoid of Judaism. They came to Canada, eventually like Abraham, took a journey to Israel and ended up living a Torah lifestyle, settling in Jerusalem. And this child was their eldest boy. I got off the phone. My heart ached for him, for the family, like a brother. Tonight's podcast, therefore, as I mentioned, is generously being sponsored as a merit for the neshama of Arya ben Moshe, and may our learning and the positive results from our learning continue to serve as a merit to his neshama. So Rabbi Rucham Levavitz, who we've quoted here before, in his introduction to this very week's Parsha, asks, why is it that the Torah felt the need in the beginning of Toldos to tell us about Rivka's pregnancy and the in utero struggle of Esau and Yaakov? I mean, it's a nice story, I guess, but it doesn't really talk about the pregnancy period of others in the Chumash. And let's be honest, as a guidebook to our religion and worldview, does this story really add anything? Now, we've mentioned before that the Torah is not simply a nice book of Bible stories or even laws. It is a far deeper work, and in fact, in it is encoded everything that we need to know for all generations. And so Rabbi Rucham explains that when the Torah decides over 3,000 years ago to write about in detail the struggle between Esau and Yaakov, and even in their births, it's because at that moment, what God is telling us is that for all of existence and throughout all time, There will be this ongoing struggle between the nations and between the forces of evil and the forces of good that we Jews are supposed to bring into this world. Rabbi Rechem, who experienced the horrific brutality and hatred of the Nazis and survived it, who prior to that was in the Soviet Union, experienced the religious oppression Jews faced, he said these aren't new creations or developments. These are realities that are connected to and were foreshadowed in the Torah's telling of the forming and birth of these two people who represent two nations, two philosophies, worldviews. And then the Torah shares that Rebecca is given comforting news by the sages of the day that she need not worry. Why? Because ultimately the older, Esau, will be subdued and follow the younger, Yaakov. That ultimately in this eternal struggle, if we do our job, and that doesn't mean advocating stronger, protesting more, or having better social media presence. Yeah, sure, we have to do all that. But it means by striving to be the best iterations of Jacob that we can be. And then ultimately through that, that is how we win this battle. That, my friends, is perhaps a takeaway from this tragic event. And the best thing that we can do to bring merit to this presage lost neshama. Our goal is to be the best descendants of Yaakov we can be and to walk in his ways. So may Arya ben Moshe's neshama have an aliyah. May all of us do our part to bring about the time where all tears will be wiped away from faces forever. And on that note, have a good night, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.